Quantity Radio. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Quantity Radio. I hope everybody's week has been good. My week was, it was okay. This detox, I've been on a detox. Let me tell you about this detox real quick before we get into the episode. I have been on a detox since February 1st. I have not had dairy. I have not had meat. I have not had bread. I have not had sugar. I just only have fruits and vegetables. That's it. Fruits and vegetables. So I've been doing detox, taking my herbs, cleansing out my system. I'm not really doing it for weight loss. I'm doing it to cleanse my insides from all that good I've been eating. And just it's healthy to do a detox every now and then to rid your body of that old stuff. And child, let me tell you, I can't wait till it's over. <laughs> and I can eat some regular food. I feel like a rabbit around here. Okay. But um, that's how my week has been going. I hope everybody has had a good week, staying positive, giving those self-affirmations in the mirror, as I stated before, and just really being positive. That's the only way we're going to keep it going. So today's episode, I'm bringing on a co-host. His name is Terry, hence the name, Business with Terry. That is the title for today's episode. Terry, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm a, I'm wonderful. I'm happy to be here. I've been a fan, so you know, it's like I'm Thank like, you. oh, <laughs> I'm finally Dude. here. We made it. <laughs> yes, we made it here. He's definitely been supportive um, of things that I've been doing, and even getting on me about you know marketing myself and putting yes. myself more out there. So definitely with this podcast, I know he's you know he's gonna push me, and that's the type of people you need around you, people that's gonna encourage you, and people that you can look up to on on their business, their methods. So it's definitely a pleasure to have you. Um, but before we jump in. To the topic for today, I, I got a real important question for you. What's up? Um, mayo or Miracle Whip? <laughs> <sighs> you know, I'm a Miracle Whip type of person. Oh, my God. I am, you telling me you like mayo? I'm leaving. I'm, no. Podcast over. I'm done. Wait, I'm up, leaving right now. It's over. I, I can't do this. I can't no. be under this kind of pressure. <laughs> Wait, Miracle Whip <laughs> got that funny tang taste to it. It I got don't, a more of a sweet taste to it. Yeah, I don't know if That's I like sweet what, oh I don't gosh. know. I'm more of a mayo person. I hardly use it, but when it do, it's, it's mayo. That's why Nations is so good, because they use Miracle Whip. Is Nation. that why I don't like their burgers? You tell me this whole time, all I had to do was say no mayo. Uh, well, or you can tell them that you don't want Miracle Whip, that you want mayo. You can tell them what you want, but they, when they make your burger, they use Miracle Whip. Huh. Miracle Whip. Listen, you got to think about the old commercials, right? We talking about marketing. What's the old marketing commercials for Miracle Whip? A sandwich just not, it just isn't a sandwich without Miracle Whip. Oh, I guess that's a good market. That's a good. <laughs> why have mayo when you can have Miracle Whip? You, you know, feel that's, me? That's a good marketing skill. That's, I don't know. I just grew up on it. That is what I like. And now when I try anything with mayo, it's like, Ugh. this shit gross. <laughs> I'll eat did. it if I have to, if it's nothing else. But if you got the you choice, you're going to go I'm, Miracle I'm Whip. I'm going Miracle Whip all the way. Okay. <laughs> so, Miracle Whip. I had to ask him that, y'all, because I seen that on his Instagram when he was on his podcast. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. Um, So I just had to bring it up. So he likes Miracle Whip. There you go. my stuff. <laughs> now, let's talk about what you do. Um, you have a few businesses that I've seen and have supported. So let's let's talk about your different businesses. Okay. Um, you want to go down the list? You want me to start just naming stuff? Like how you want me to do it? You can go down the list. You can do it however. <laughs> this your business. So you can do it every name it however you want to. Let All the right. Know. So my my first business actually actually it's no longer exists but the first business i ever had where i created was um griffin sports okay and so i was a after school coordinator and a basketball coach okay and so my thing is i'm there with these kids during the school year but when summer come like these kids had nothing to do mm-hmm. and then you know aau was hecka expensive for kids and all of that so i'm like let me create something to keep these kids 
active because the summertime is where we lose a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So my first thing was I created an AAU team called Griffin Sports, and I just had the kids. We practice every day, and I put them just in local tournaments because a lot of kids, they travel, go to Reno, do all this extra stuff, Oregon, but that costs thousands of dollars. Right. So if you're from a family that don't have money, but you still want to play sports, you're left out. So what I my first thing was like, let me, you know, do something for the community. Let me just just only do local tournaments. Like the farthest we went was like Sacramento. And it was always tournaments in the Bay Area and Sacramento. So we just only played locally, but I kept the kids engaged during now, the summer. Now was that basketball, football, or basketball. all okay. okay. Yeah, it's basketball. And so um that was my first. Everything that I've ever done with business always been for the community. And that's always how I've ran my business. I've always been for the community, always been for the black community. Amazing. I will not shy away from that at all. Like I would do business with anybody because at the end of the day, green is has no color, right? Exactly. Uh, green is the color. Green is the color right. you're looking for. <laughs> but what I but what I stand for is helping people and businesses in my community. Amazing. 100%. Right. Amazing. So then you go from there, but then the first business, the second business I created was Better Black. Mm-hmm. So, which is my nonprofit organization where we, uh, where we have business directory where all businesses are black owned. So it's free to sign up, free for consumers to use. And now we just, we were only locally, California. Um, we want to start a business of the year. And wow. then we, uh, I just recently expanded my website to be more like Yelp. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, anywhere you go in this country, you can find a black-owned business. And so, going from there, then that trickled down to me throwing, like, events, networking events, um, all of that. But then also, then I started throwing parties, mm-hmm. right? So, then I started throwing <laughs> parties. But then when I started throwing parties, I was using the name Better Black. But the parties was what was generating money. Right. So, well, for my website and things like that to be free, I need money. Mm-hmm. But so... I'm throwing parties to make money so I can still offer these free networking events and all of this stuff to fund it, right? But then I start thinking like, uh, the real the parties don't really go with the name or what we are stand for for better black. Mm-hmm. So then that created the party must continue, which was my third business because I wanted to. Start continue to throw parties to generate money but you know you if we once we making videos everybody dancing twerking drinking that's just it's nothing wrong with that but, but that's, that's not that's not right that's mm-hmm. not what better black stands for so i didn't want the name better black to turn into like oh this is like a party entertainment company right and so that's why i veered away from that and started the party must continue but still where i generate money to where it can fund better black so i'm still able to do free things and offer free you know services and stuff to the community okay. so i mean that's just the start of a few i obviously trickled down and did a few more i don't know if you want me to get all into everything i mean you hey, yeah. that <laughs> so that was three you just gave us so far let let me tell y'all real quick a, a little backstory how i met Terry. Now, I was on Instagram um, using my smartphone for smart things. I was trying to find events and everything. And I seen something caught my eye. And it caught my eye because of the name. <laughs> like, the name can just snatch you. And you like, what is this? Right. Right? So, I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see a post about an event being held, a party, you know. And the name was The Motherfucking Spot. That instantly just caught my eye. Like, I was like, what is this? And the drinks just look amazing. And I was like, who is this? What is this? I want to go. So he definitely knows how to market himself and put himself out there and put things out that are going to catch your eye. Definitely. What I will say. Because he definitely caught my eye. And we've been cool ever since I went to the event and supported. It was amazing. Drinks was fire. You know, it was a good vibe. It was no drama. You know, because when you go to some events, it's like, you know, people get to acting up and everything. But at this event, I felt very safe. I felt secure. You know, the vibe was good, like I said. And the drinks were Appreciate amazing. That. And he was a great hostess. He was interacting. And, you know, as soon as I came in, he, you know, spoke to me. So that first impression always plays a big part. So I do appreciate you for being a it's great good. hostess when I came out to the event. And like I said, we've been cool ever since. And now I'm finding out more about his different businesses, going in-depth with his businesses. So, you know, yeah. it's just... It's been yeah. amazing. The, so as I do my research with businesses and marketing, I see the things that is trending and what people like. 
and then what's not served in your area, right? So you have different places like um, they got a place called like the Biscuit Bitch, um, oh, wow. uh, Bitch Bacon, and just all of these different names and stuff with cuss words and stuff in it, right? And, and it was, and they're really big. Like if you Google it and look it up, those places are booming with business. It's even another place in Vegas. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a Viking place where they're ruled to you purposely. What? Like you come in there, they cuss at you, they throw your silverware at you. They're ruled to you purposely, but you but you have a great experience there, right? But you know it's all for fun. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm researching, I'm looking up all of this, I'm like, we have nothing like that here in the Bay Area. And I'm like, what can I offer? So I was at the time I was a manager of a restaurant. And so what we had a conversation about their slowest days, right? The restaurant industry's slowest days are Mondays and Tuesdays. That's why if you go to any soul food place, they're not open on Monday and Tuesdays because mm-hmm. those are the slowest days, right? Um, so this place, this restaurant I was managing, they weren't, they weren't generating a lot of money on Mondays and Tuesdays, even Wednesdays. So I proposed to them that let me rent your space out on these days since you're not making any money and let me rent your space out and do my own thing. Exactly. So it was a win-win for both, right? Exactly. And so what I did was I came up with the name, The Motherfucking Spot, Amazing. right? Okay. And then I could, you know, the big drinks with all the candy, the, the smoke, uh, coming, smoke out. coming out of it, the fruits, all of that stuff. I mean, like where we got a drink, that's the where it's like 160 ounces. You put a whole bottle of alcohol in it. That's, how, that's wow. our biggest drink. Wow. Fits a whole bottle of alcohol, right? And then the food and all of that. And so once I'm like, so once I came up with the name, I'm like, this is going to be it, yes. right? And I'm like, I got my marketing. I got my game plan down. I think we like pre- pre- prepared it and marketed it for about like two months before we even opened. Um, one of the, and then what we did was reached out to one of the hottest Food critics in the area, which is Bay Area Foods. Yeah, shout out Bay Area Foods. Shout out to my boy D. He's like, he gives you a stamp of your food. You're instantly there. Exactly. We literally went from like a hundred followers to like five thousand off him off of him posting us. Him coming trying out our food. We 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 just made hella food just for him. We did the drinks. We did the food. All of that. He came, tried it, gave us a good review. Everybody like, where's that? Where's that? Five thousand followers in a day. Crazy. And then once we opened up, once we finally opened up, we opened up like three weeks after he gave us the review. Every we you know we built up the anticipation, Into, everybody exactly. ready, all of that. We posting drinks and we had a photo shoot, all of that. Day one, pack sold out. Right. So the thing is, you can market and 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 people can come, but what you but what you have has to keep the people. Mm-hmm. Because you can get a thousand people to come and buy a shot from you, but do you have a good enough product to make them come back to back. make them to make them tell other people? It's all about the experience. So people like to take videos and pictures of experiences, right? So if I'm here with a big drink, I can take my phone up, like, oh, I got this big drink. Look at me. Oh, I'm eating this lobster potato. Then as they're posting it, now you got this free advertisement because all of their people are like. Where, Where you at? at? Where's that? Where? Where the hell you at? Uh-huh. And then they like, oh, I'm at the motherfucking spot. You they at like, the what who? spot? What is that? They think you talking they regular think, like, yeah. what motherfucking no, spot? No, they're like, no, the <laughs> name is the motherfucking spot. And so it's just like, what? Instant. Instant, Instant. right? So at a restaurant, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, slowest day. We're packed every night. Wow. Every night we have a wait list. Every night you have to at least wait at least an hour to get in and sit down and eat. And so from that, we just blew up, right? We mm. blew up. <sighs> Things happen. Um, the bad thing is when you do stuff with business, are you people look at you and they count your pockets. Right. And, and like you bring bringing in thing. too many people. It's like, wait. We need to make some money off of this and not just the Like we're not charging you enough. Mm-hmm. Like you're renting out this space, which is cool. But now we seeing all this potential and all this money you bringing in. It's like, now nah, we need more of that. Exactly. And that's the bad thing. And that and that's the sad thing of doing business with people. Sometimes that deal that you, that original deal that you create, they start realizing that, ah, they count in your pocket. So now they want to charge you more and charge you more. And so that kind of why, that kind of why we just stepped away from that original location that we were at. And then we just went on, like, basically we just went on tour. So now we like, forget it. 
we're going to rent out our own places, our own like party halls and stuff like that. So we go to SAC. We get over 200 people to come and SAC to come eat our food and drinks and party with us, right? We go to Vallejo. We go to Stockton. We rented out um, a venue in, in Oakland and we did our Strictly R&B. So we doing all of these events and we just like, we just going to take this on a road and then we're just going to build up our brand. So now people know about us in all these different cities. And that left no excuse for anybody. Oh, I can't go all the way to the Bay. I can't go to Sac. We taking tours. We going to come so to you. you. We going to come to we you. We put a post up with a poll. We put a poll up. What city would you like us to come to next? And, and the number one was Sac. So that's the first place we went to. And then we start mm-hmm. asking other people and we start doing all those polls and people were saying this way we should come, this way you should come. We did that. We had flyers. We did paid advertisement. Every city we went to, we sold out. Yeah, I remember seeing you on your Instagram story, walking around, putting flyers on people's cars, putting flyers everywhere, windows, everything like. See, it's, it's marketing. What the problem is and nowadays with marketing, people just feel like social media is the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I posted the flyer. You know, I had a few people share it, but people don't understand that it's more than that. Face to face still works. Mm-hmm. You have to go face to face. So not only do I put my stuff on social media and I pay for paid ads, but I also walk around and put flyers on cars. Old school. You know, when growing up, uh, we used to have a street team. Cameo used to have a street team to where they say, oh, we at the mall today. They have music. They're giving away flyers and shirts and all of that stuff. People would drive to the street team just because they wanted to, like, maybe get some free movie tickets or something like that. Right. That still works. Yes. And so it's just like I walk around, I'm putting flyers on cars. I'm going to other people events. I'm handing out flyers afterwards. So let's say, oh, it's a Taco Tuesday. All right, let me go to this Taco Tuesday. I'm here at this Taco Tuesday. I'm mingling people, exchanging Instagrams, letting them know about the event. But like, let's say it's an hour that the event ends at 12. So around 11 o'clock, I'm outside. I'm walking around the whole area, putting flyers on everybody's car. Mm-hmm. And then also when people coming out, I'm handing them flyers as well. So not only am I handing them flyers, they'd be like, okay. But then a lot of times when you handing people flyers, they'd be like, nah, I don't want it. It's cool. Cause it's one it's on cool. your car. <laughs> it's one on your car. Right. I already it's put right. one on your car. <laughs> okay. So I ain't worried about it. You got that and red so, Honda? And yeah. so now it's just like, they're seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing this on social media. I'm seeing it on my car. The guy was handing me a flyer. Now I'm, I'm in their face. I'm everywhere. So now they just like, I got to go to this event. I got to go. I got to go. And then when they see what you bring and say, you see, you you got them there. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to keep, keep them, them there keep them. with the vibes, the yep. energy, the good food, the good drinks, and yep. just like, the great energy of yeah. the whole place. Yep. So that's how you're going to keep them there. And that's what happened. And that's and that's where people mess up on a marketing and stuff. Even I don't care what do you have. I, if you own a boutique, you sell clothes, anything like that. When the last time you've been to the mall and just put flyers on everybody's car at the mall? When the last time you just been around the mall, you going Forever 21 and you seeing people and you like, and you, I'm, I sell clothes. I'm a Forever 21. Obviously, this is my target audience, right? right? I sell boutique stuff just like them. I can go in there and just start handing out flyers to people. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not telling nobody to go do that because <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do. I'm just throwing out hints and ideas of right. stuff to do. You know, I ain't telling you, you ain't supposed to go, you know, sell drugs in nobody else's territory. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but... In just reality, you know, ain't nobody, ain't no security in Forever 21 about to just come handcuff you, pull you out. But I'm just saying, just like, you have to put, you have to be the spokesperson for your brand. If you're not going to push your stuff out there, then, then who else is going to do it? You can't depend on nobody else but the, yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. So then it's just like, here, I'm uh, Stockton, right? If I sell clothes, y'all got two malls right across the street from each other. I would be at that mall every day putting flyers on everybody's car. Because they're there to shop anyway they and most to likely shop for anyway clothes. And for clothes. And then most of the time when they go into one mall, they ain't finding what they want. So now they got to go somewhere else. Exactly. But you got your flyer on their car. When they go back out, they're going to pick the flyer up and say, what is this? They might look at your website and be like, oh shit, I found my outfit. Exactly. But, I was looking for a sweatsuit. But people would ne- But people don't do that type of marketing. And so that they call it the guerrilla marketing. And so um, people just got to get back into that. People don't do the face to face no more. But that's how I win because I still do. Exactly. So that's that's a good way to market. Doing it old school. Going and putting the flyers on your car. Talking to people. Don't yes. get so into social media and into your phone that you can't physically go up and talk to somebody because. That's how it's all going to start anyway. And when they come to your event or they come to purchase something from you, you're going to have to speak to the customer regardless and make them feel welcome. So why not right. 
go up to him face to face. Hey, you know, I'm having this event or here's my flyer. Like you said, put the flyers on the car and have that good interaction. Let them get that good first impression of you and say, you know what? I might check this out. He was a cool dude or she was a cool girl. You know, I'm going to go check this out and support her or support him. People like to feel special, right? And so once people like to go where they're known, people like to feel special. So once I meet somebody and they feel like, oh, I know this person. I can support them or, you know, going to a party or a club. Who don't want to know the person who's throwing a party? Oh, that's my boy. Terry party. Everybody likes to they feel like feel a person, special. right? Everybody likes to feel special. So you have to make people feel special about your business to make them want to support it. Exactly. That's definitely true. People would like to feel special. As soon as you come in the club, they like, oh that, yeah, that's him right there. I notice, you know, interact with them and everything like that. And, Bring more that brings more yeah. people in, definitely. And I was really just gonna talk about jumping into um how to market yourself. And you and already gave us what three ways right there just to market <laughs> right. yourself. And you that was me? without social media. So with social media, you know, you posting it on your story, you posting it on your page, you know, get some fellow friends to share it on their story and spread the word and stuff like that. But how else would you market yourself on social media? So, Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, what have you. Social media, right? I love social media. I, 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 even though I was just talking about um, handing out flyers and stuff, social media is just a game changer, period. Because you will reach people that you can't reach, right? Um, I, if I go outside, I can't reach, especially during COVID, yeah. right? Social media is where it's at. So you have to feel, how are you going to stand out? And so what it is, is are you making content that's going to be relatable to your audience? See, but the thing is, a lot of people don't know what they are, who their audience is. A lot of people feel like everybody's my audience. So let's start there and figuring out who is your audience. Okay. So okay. let's talk about that. Okay. Let's use you, for example. Okay. So we're going to break down you. What's your podcast? What is your podcast about? My podcast is about self-help, self-education, self-love, basically everything related to self and, and betterment of yourself and honesty. Okay. So your podcast is about the betterment of yourself. So if I listen to your podcast, I'm going to learn something about your podcast, right? Yes. Or I'm not about your podcast, but I'm going to learn something that's going to better myself from listening to your podcast. So that person that you want to listen to your podcast who is it? Is it a man or is it a woman? It's both. See, but then that's the problem. Because it's because in reality, it's not always both. Mm -hmm. You have to be realistic about yourself. So for me, I have a mentorship program. Yes, my program is for men and women, right? But the majority of people who invest in self-help are women. Mm -hmm. So when I create stuff, I wanted to go towards women. Yes, a man may see it and come join, but I know that the the fastest rising, um, the fastest rising percentage of entrepreneurs are black women. Wow. And they invest in black women will invest in themselves more than anybody else. So I know that when I want to have people join my class, I know black women are more likely to join. So my target audience is, is women. black women, black women, right? Anybody can join. But when I put my message out there, I want my message to resonate with black women because they are the ones that's going to spend the money. Hmm. Okay, okay. And so that's how you got to break it up. Yeah, you want men and women to join, but right. who's more than likely going to listen? So so for you, for your podcast, when you listen to, when you have your listeners, who listen more? I have a half and half ratio right now. That's why I was just going to my ratios. And to see, I have majority uh, women and men. I have male and female. So it's 52% male and 47% women. They're tuning in. So I do look at my analytics okay. and I look and I'm just like, okay, I got kind of like a both type of thing, half and half type That's of good. thing. That's actually really good. And so then, okay, so now we go, so down let's break that down. Okay, so you got 50-50. So now, because it's okay to have, so basically what they call them avatars, right? Your avatar is this person that you create. And it's okay to have more than one. So you got an avatar as a woman, you got an avatar as a man. So let's break this man down. So you got to think, man, okay. You are an attractive young lady. So are they coming to listen because they like this message or are they coming because they like looking at you? It can, it, it, it's, 
it's both. It'd be both, like, right? It'd be both. But the thing is, what's going to attract them is what's going to attract the man to really listen to something. It will, just to be honest, man, we are, we think with the wrong head majority of the time. Mm -hmm. So, What's going to attract me to you or to you is like, oh, I'm looking at her. She's pretty. Oh, she's sexy. Okay. I want to hear what she's saying. Right. See, but then that's, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. That's what got them near. Right. How but because your podcast is good, that's like, oh shit. Like she, she actually, actually got, she something. actually talking about something. Right. <laughs> right. She actually talking about something. I need to listen to this. Mm -hmm. So now you attract them in, but now they coming back because what you're feeding them is good for them and they like it. Mm. Okay. And so that's the, how you got to break down your marketing. So, you know, marketing, sex sales, sex been telling since the beginning of times. I don't care what you, you read the Bible, you see shit about sex, right? Exactly. Sex has been selling since the beginning of time and it ain't going to never it's stop. It's old faithful right there. It ain't going <laughs> to never stop. Right. And I'm not telling people to just go out there and exploit themselves. But, you know, once you do stuff, you may post a picture from the side showing your butt, stuff like that. People going to look you at that shit. You can still keep it classy. You don't got to go classy. get butt naked. Let me yeah, put that out there for my ladies. You can still be classy. You can be sexy and classy. Exactly. Definitely can. And and a lot of times that is like for me, I, I this is something else I try to tell people. I have women um, that's in my stuff that try to do influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is when you give somebody a product and they promote it for you, right? Because they got a big following. But I try to tell my people that you're trying to give your stuff to these people with a big following, which may be an exotic dancer or, you know, somebody like that. You're trying to give it to them because they got a big following. But you got to think their following isn't your target audience because the most people that's following they them is men. They see sexual Dudes are pictures. following these women because they half naked, they shaking their butt, they want to see all of that. They don't care nothing about your t-shirt. So you giving this girl <laughs> some lashes I, I'm not looking at her to see her damn lashes. I'm looking at her to see her shake some, right? Exactly. So exactly. you giving her your product isn't going to do you no good because her target, because her audience is more majority men. And yeah, you're going to see all the likes on there and okay, it might all be doing good, but they, they, they liking it because what she's doing in the video, not because she got the lashes on. I have a female friend who's um, real popular, um, but she does a lot of that type of stuff. So I gave her, so I just, just to, I, cause I know it, but I just wanted to prove it to people. So I gave her uh, some shirts and she shouted me out and did all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I ain't get nothing from that. But you look at the post and it's going crazy. But you look crazy. at the post, it's going crazy. 30,000 likes and da 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 this fire emojis and all of that. Right. But that's because, shit, ain't, ain't nobody looking on her page to see her do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. If you're not doing what I'm following you for. They came the, to see I, her regular content. I, you feel me? Then it's so, what you have to be, you have to realize what you're doing. You have to follow a fashion blogger. Right. So if this woman is a fashion blogger, her audience is looking to her to give her opinion, to get their opinion from her about her being about what she likes, what she likes to wear, all of that stuff. That is who you want to give your stuff to, because people follow her for her fashion. So you just got to realize, like when you're doing influencer marketing, you got to make sure that what they're posting and who they are is for, you know, your target audience. Exactly. So you got to know your target audience and then target people whose audience is also that target audience yep. the same as yours. So when you promote your stuff, you're going to get a reaction out of it and people going to come to your website, come to your page or see what you have to offer because y'all got the same thing in common. Yep. You know, promoting clothes, they, they wear clothes, they get sent different stuff, different brands and everything. They're like, okay, this shirt is bomb or this is bomb. I'm going to order from them. Yep. So definitely you have to you definitely have to be on top of that. Um I give you some free game right now. Let me say this. Who's a podcast that's similar to yours? Somebody that's a little up that would you kind of like look up to in a sense to where it's like my podcast is similar to theirs. Okay, so I have two. Okay. So the first one, okay, before this, I've never listened to a podcast a day in my life, right? Mm -hmm. I listened to a girl named Anaya Ivy. And she, like, her content, what she was speaking about, we the same sign, if that matters. It just caught my attention. And once I started listening to it, I'm like, oh, she dope. Like, and she feels a lot of ways that I feel and stuff I need advice on she was speaking about. And she's up there. You know, I think she's at, like, uh, 
400, 500,000 followers on Instagram. Um, a second person, her name is Portia from the Real Housewives of mm-hmm. Atlanta. She just started her podcast called Portia for Real. Okay. And she's talking about a whole bunch of relatable, relatable topics. So those, those two females, those two black female entrepreneurs are somebody that I closely relate to. I can, you can tell you, I can get you 100 followers today just by that. Mm-hmm. What you do is, and this is called, they call it borrowing uh, somebody else's audience. So the first person, Ivy, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you go to her page. She has like 500,000 followers. Yeah. She's going to have a thousand plus comments, right? She is not going to respond to everybody. That's too much. See, but the game is, what you do is, since y'all are similar, you go to her page and you respond to people. You add value to those people. You engage in conversation with those people on her posts. They're going to come back and be like, who is this person talking to me adding value? Who's telling, who's telling me stuff? Who's giving me conversation? They're going to click on your page and look at your page. They're going to see your page and be like, oh, like she got good content. Oh, she's talking about some stuff. Follow. Now, I should do this off of my podcast off Instagram podcast yes. and hop on there. So yeah. when they click on my Instagram, they're like, oh, this is a podcast. Oh, okay. this is let a me podcast. listen to an episode yes. real quick. Okay. You do that. And just however however much time you want to dedicate to yourself to following, you do that for an hour. Just like you just going to say, from, from three to four, I'm going to engage in on my podcast Instagram to grow my following. You do that an hour a day. So every day I'm going to Ivy and I'm going to Portia's page. I'll spend 30 minutes on Ivy, 30 minutes on Portia. I look at her post. She's talking about X, Y, and Z. So now when I'm going to respond to people, I'm talking about X, Y, and Z with these same people. Now they talk back. Now I talk back. Now we go, we exchange about three, four comments. I go to their page. You go to their page, like, uh, like a few pictures, now it's like, oh, who's this person likes some of my pictures and, and they engaging with, with me. They're going to follow you. You do that for an hour every day for a month. Your following is going to go up at least about a thousand. Now, see, I can actually um, agree with that because I did do some of that on my regular Instagram page, not the um, Quantity Radio podcast, but my regular page. And I was going to interact on different people's pages. I had a lot of following or, you know, commenting. And even a female that had a lot of following responded back to me. And she followed me back. And then I got some more followers from just from commenting on her post. And, you know, especially when they pin your your comment to the top, Mm -hmm. it's like that's the first comment that they see. So people are like, oh, who's this? Let me go see who this is. So I definitely could say that works. And I need to hop on top of that with my quantity radio podcast that is i'm telling you social media is called social media for a reason but a lot of people are anti-social on social media and that's where they fail at right a lot of people are anti-social on social media you're not going to grow this is this is something else i try to tell people like you can't be Hollywood before you become Hollywood. You can't be too cool. You can't be you too can't. cool. You can't have five comments, ten comments on your post and you ignore everybody. Who That's- the hell do you think you are to ignore <laughs> ten people when you ain't even got no following like that? Now, if somebody got a thousand, like if, if I go on a celebrity page, I don't expect them to follow me. They got too much going on. They got a thousand plus comments. But you with these 10 comments and you ignoring me and being Hollywood, I'm unfollowing you. Right. You like what, what part better. of the game is that? Like where you you feel you're too good to respond and engage with me, I'm going to unfollow you. See, but the thing is, people don't engage or don't show love to who to the people that's in front of them because they always trying to look out who they don't have. Right. Oh, I know I got I know I got uh uh 10 comments, but I got 5,000 followers. Where are the 4,990 other people at? Exactly. No. You waiting on them. Yeah, you, you waiting on them. No, support right who's supporting you right now. Give them a great experience and then maybe they'll share, maybe they'll come back, maybe they'll tell somebody else. But then also you got to understand the algorithm of social media, right? The more it comments and likes and things that your posts get, the more the algorithm is going to push it out because the whole thing of social media is what can I do to keep you on Instagram? I don't want Instagram make money. Facebook make money on you being on it. Exactly. So they want you to be on it. So if my post shows that it gets a lot of engagement, 
Instagram is going to push this post out more because they want to keep people there. So you got to think if five people comment on your post, you respond to all five of those people. But as you respond, you ask them a question. Now you got 10 comments, right? Mm -hmm. But then those same five people respond back to that question that you asked. Now you got 15. Right. So now the algorithm shows like, hey, this post may be something good. Let's show this to more people. Mm -hmm. See, but people don't be social on social media and that's where they fail at. And that goes back to what you said before. People want to feel special. People want to feel if special. I'm commenting on your content, your Instagram post, whatever you're promoting or just a picture of yourself. It doesn't matter. And you don't reply back to me. And you only special. got five comments, 10 comments. I don't feel special. I don't want to come back here. Exactly. They're like, okay, well, I'm going to She's too stuck up or he's too stuck up and unfollow. If I go to a restaurant and they don't want to refill my water, I don't want to, or my soda, I don't want to go back to this restaurant because my server isn't giving me enough attention or I'm not leaving a tip because my server not giving me enough attention. That's the same way you got to look at social media. You have to give the people that's giving you attention, you have to give them attention so therefore they can keep coming back. Exactly. And speaking on restaurants, um, when you do go to restaurants, what do you do? And the food is good, plate look good. They got an Instagram account. You go ahead and you do a story on that, story. on your Instagram, a post, and you tag them. And then what happens? That restaurant goes ahead and they repost mm-hmm. you. Not everyone, but most of them, when I've done it, yep. they repost you. And now people that's viewing their page, their story, they done seen your post being reposted. Now they on your now page. Now they on your page. Yep. It's just a whole bunch of just yeah. circles just going around Man. and you getting followers off of posting them the because game they reposted is easy. you. The game now what? is easy. They you just got to put special. your time into it. Exactly. The game is easy. It just take time. And then the more time, like that just will work. They say the more time you put in it, you know, the more you put in it, the more you get out of it. And so exactly. it's just going to be what you're going to do to up your following or to up your social media game. And that's right, y'all. And it only takes, what well, he said, an hour, so 30 minutes on your favorite person post or whoever's branding that you like that correlates to what you're putting out, your content you're putting out. Spend some time and interact with accounts like that. You can't find accounts like that, hashtag it. They have a, a section on yep. Instagram where you can hashtag it and look at different things. I just did that for Black Podcasts. I went through and commented on some Black Podcasting, and it was dope. Yeah, I found a lot of new podcasts that I didn't know about by searching a hashtag. Yep. So there's really no excuse for you. Oh, I can't find my, my audience. I don't know who to go to. I don't know. Hashtag it and go from there. Click on those different profiles and there you go. Boom. Okay. So now let's move on to the apps. I see you made a post about your favorite apps to post for people that are um, marketing themselves and doing everything themselves. And, oh, I don't know how to, you know, put together a post to promote my things. Let's talk about the different apps that you use. I know you referenced um, a few like over um, the Filmmaker Pro to edit videos. So let's go ahead and, and talk about those apps. You're impressive. Hey, you. look at you. Do your homework, I homework all of that. Look. I see. Look, I, when the next time I can come back here? I'm feeling special. Look, I'm feeling special. special. Like, I, I want to come back. Like, I'm ready to come back. Like, can I be a special guest? Let me come here. Yes. Let me, can I be Dr. Phil? Can I come here once a month? You feel me? You know, I'm feeling special around of here. Of course. Um, yeah, so my post. Um, so, one thing about me is what I've learned and what I'm learning. Um, on self-branding is that you got to, you got to give game, right? Mm -hmm. You have to give game to build trust with people. And so one thing that I vow to do is make sure that I add value. Um, I do believe there is my, one of my sayings is collaboration over competition. I don't feel nobody Mm -hmm. is my competition because there's enough money for everybody out there. So I don't mind giving up resources and game because number one, nobody can be me. But then number two, I want everybody to, to succeed. So one of the three reasons I did that was to just let people know this is what I use to create my content. I get a lot of questions about how do you do this or how do you do that? So I just wanted to give apps that I use every day um, to create content. So I use over over um, for those that don't know, it's an app to create um, flyers and social media content. It's like Canva. Okay. okay, and I use Canva. So a lot of people use Canva, right? Um, and so Over is the same thing as Canva, just another app. I just I used to use Canva. Um, for me as a as a man, it 
a lot of things are geared towards women. The designs. The and designs the and stuff of- like that is geared towards women. And so that's that. why I left Canva and stopped really messing with it. And then I switched to Over. Um, they're both good. So you just use whatever you're comfortable with, but over is what I use. And another reason why I use over because it's kind of connected with later and later is an app to where you schedule your posts. And so since they're connected, it was just easier for me to use over and later because they, you know, send out, they're disconnected somehow. I don't know how, but like sometimes when you read blogs from over or later, they reference each other. So I'm like, they must work together somehow. So I use over to edit and adjust any type of flyers, any type of quotes, anything that I want to do. I use later to schedule my post. So it reminds you when you need to make that post? No. So let's say, let's say I, I was telling you today, I made like four videos this morning, right? Right. So what I would do is put those four videos on later and say, okay, I want this to post Monday at 12. I want this other one to post Wednesday at five. I want this other one to post Friday at six. So I put the video in there. I put the caption in there. I put the uh, hashtags in there. At that time, it posts automatically. Oh, wow. So it just, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have you to forgot. worry about it, no nothing. It just, it just, you just put all your posts in there and it just does it automatically. Because a lot of times we have content in our phone and stuff, right? But with our day and with us being so busy, sometimes we forget to post and be like, that oh, is shoot, very I was true. To post this. But when you put it all in later, it posts for you automatically. And so therefore, you would be, it, it'd be times that I've, um, It'd be times that I'd be just doing something and I'd be like, why am I getting all these notifications? And they'll be like, oh, I forgot I scheduled a post. Mm -hmm. So it's helpful like that. Um, And then I use Bazaar. And Bazaar is so I can take a picture of us right now, right? And then when I put it in Bazaar, I can take our background out. Oh, wow. And so, therefore, it just be a picture of me and you, and I can just make our background just a white background or a black background, whatever design, you whatever want to design I wanted to. So, it makes the our background transparent. So, I use that now to go take ahead and spell out the that background. Out for me. I'm taking notes too. B A Z A A R T. Bazart. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, B A Z A A R T. So, I use that to make anything transparent. Okay. I may want to do a post and. I may Google um, black kids playing together and I'll save that picture from Google. I'll take the background out of the two black kids playing together and I will put those, that picture in like a flyer that I'm already creating without the background. And that's how I use Bazaar. That's a dope app. I definitely need that so I can crop out pictures and Mm -hmm. put it to my own design, Mm -hmm. especially for the podcast. So I'm like I said, y'all, I'm taking those two. I done wrote down the later app because especially for me, I'm working and being busy and being a mom. So that having the post already scheduled for me would be amazing. So thank you for that one. Um, Content calendar. Let's talk about your content calendar. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So... What made you create that? It goes back to me wanting to get free game. I want I want to build people's trust. I want to I want people to consume so much of my free content that when I'm putting something out there that costs money, they're not afraid to buy from me because they already got so much free stuff. Mm-hmm. And the free stuff that I'm offering is already value. Right. I'm offering value for free. So when I'm paying, so when I have something for somebody to pay for, they like all his free stuff is good. So Might as well buy it. his his stuff that he's charging for, I know it's gonna be dope. Exactly. And so what I want to do is people hear me a lot of times like, I don't know what to post. Like, I don't have that much content, or you know, can you help me? And so one of the things is I'm like, all right, let me create a content calendar. And so with my content calendar is it gives you a different type of post every day. So let's say, oh, it's I want you to like let's I look up different um national holidays like i think february 4th was like a cancer awareness day so on my content calendar i i will put on there like uh make a post that uh brings awareness to cancer 
right? This is a day that a lot of people going to hashtag kind of stuff. And also everything that I'm putting on there is like, is going to help you grow. So therefore now you're posting something towards cancer. You're using this hashtag cancer awareness. This is cancer awareness day. So everybody's looking at this kind of content. Hashtagging. Hashtagging all this stuff. And so if you make a post aware of, of to cancer, now people will see your post in that hashtag and now they may come to your page and like some stuff and follow you. So I just want to make sure that I'm giving, I'm helping people to have something to post every day. I, 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 I post three times a day, mm-hmm. every day. And so what I want to do is you should at least be posting once a day if you're trying to build a brand or if you're selling something or anything like that. And so I just want to create, I created my content calendar to help people come up with posts. So I'll be giving one out every month. Okay, so that's a content calendar. It's pre-filled out for you. You don't know what to post. You haven't, you know, drawn blanks. Terry then created a content calendar, so you have no excuse. None. Where can people find your content calendar at? So um, if you go to my bio, um, you go to my Instagram, I am Terry Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in my bio, but also on my website, I am terrygriffin.com. It's on there to download as well. Okay, so y'all go ahead and download that content calendar and put it to use. You need to be posting at least one time a day. At least once a day. But I suggest three or more. Three to five times a day if you're trying to grow and be noticed. Okay, people be, and like you said, people be too Hollywood. I don't want to do too much posting or you want to go ghost and not post for five days. And Man, okay, that's, take a note out of Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova posts all day. Fashion Nova will send you five texts a day and about 10 emails. <laughs> you ain't never lied. You put something in your cart on Fashion Nova, they you're getting you know. text messages and emails like, hey, you left something here. You left something. It's running low. It's running low. It's about to run out. Matter of fact, here's 10% <laughs> off. Come back and get it. Like, you got to think like that. You People have this small business mind frame, and they got to get out of that and start thinking like big business. And that's how you're going to grow. Once you implement those things that big business does, like it. You got to start thinking. You got to start thinking. That. I think I have I have a text message um, platform. I think I pay like $15 a month for it. Like $15 a month for it. And I'll send out text, blast text to everybody. Okay. Hey, I got this. Hey, I just released the ebook um, two weeks ago. And it was, I blast text everybody. Hey, download my free ebook. Okay. I have. I do. I host a date night show, um, and that's coming up next weekend. Hey, tickets for date night is out. Get your tickets now. I'm sending texts. I'm sending emails. I'm posting about it. I'm gonna make sure you're gonna see. You're gonna see it somehow or another. If you ain't whether you want to buy it or not, that's gonna be on you. But you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. And then I'm gonna send another text out to make you think about it even more. And you're gonna go ahead and come through. I'm gonna need that information from you. I got you. I got you. So I can send out some text messages. Don't forget, my podcast is dropping. It's coming out. You gonna listen and put the link in there. You can put the link in there. You and put everything. the link in there and everything. Hey, my, I just it's Mondays, right? Mondays. Monday, what time? Let's say noon. let's say noon. Monday noon. You put you upload your podcast. You released it. You make a post. You send a text to everybody. Hey, make sure you go check out my podcast. I just uploaded the new episode. Blah blah blah. Here's a link. Twelve o'clock. You do it. Six o'clock later that night. Hey, just sending you a reminder. You may you may have forgot because you was at work. But here's a <laughs> reminder. You know, new new episode uploaded today. Go check it out. I love it. I love it. That's definitely something that I need to do, and that goes right into advice for my podcast to grow. Because yep. I'm always a student. I'm always a student, so I want to learn me everything too. that can you know help me out in marketing, help me out business wise. So that is one thing that I will yeah. write down for myself is to get that text message system. I am a sponge. I will learn from anybody. I am. You can never know too much. If you never, I just I heard this other day and I was like, damn, that's true. And it was like, if your coach don't have a coach, then you shouldn't be with your coach. Mm. He need to continue learning yeah. as well to because teach you don't know you don't know everything. And if you're not going to continue to learn to get better, then you are. Then how good are you? Because mm-hmm. how are you going to be a coach telling somebody that um, to learn from you? When you feel that you know enough to where you don't need to learn anymore. 
Exactly. I don't want to learn from that person. I want to learn from somebody who know what they're doing, but who's also continuing their education because things are always changing. Constantly changing, especially on social media. Especially on social media. So if you're not continuously learning, I don't want to learn from you because just the big thing now is that the beef between iPhones and Apple. Mm -hmm. I mean, iPhones and Apple. iPhones and Facebook. Um, They are... What Apple is doing, they're switching stuff to where Facebook can't track everything that you do. So if you're a coach that's teaching people about social media, but you can't teach me about this new update, then what good are you? Because this new update is going to affect the way I market. Exactly. And so it's just like, if you're not going to continue your education, then I don't want to learn from you. Exactly. You need that continuance of learning. Never be too stuck and like you think you know everything. It's no, always I don't good know. to keep I don't want to learn from somebody who thinks they know everything. Exactly. Because you ain't going to teach me nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what you know and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So that ain't who I want to learn from. Exactly. So what can we look forward to from you? What What can we expect from you in the next few months, Mr. Terry? Um... So I started my mentorship program. Last week was my first week. Um, Congratulations, I have, by the thank way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I have about eight students enrolled. So juiced about that. My first time taking a leap. I used to be a teacher, as in like I taught middle school. Um, I was an oh, actual wow. teacher. Okay. But as me going to be a teacher to adults and stuff was something completely different mm-hmm. and it was something new. So I was real nervous about it. Do you, um, they call it the imposter syndrome. And so what that is, is it the imposter syndrome is where you feel that you aren't good enough. So you feel like you're an imposter at what you're trying to teach people. Mm. But in reality, sometimes that holds a lot of people back because you are good enough, right? Somebody wants to be where you at. Exactly. And so you're able to teach where you're at because somebody wants to learn that. And so people have to get out of that imposter syndrome. And so that was kind of where I was um, feeling like who I know I know a lot, but who really wants to learn from me? Right. Sometimes um, what, what's what's the saying? The saying is um, you have to run your own race. Sometimes when you're looking at other people, you're seeing what they doing. Right. And so you feel like, damn, I'm behind. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, I can't really teach nobody because I'm not them. But you got somebody still at the beginning. Somebody still at the beginning stage because I'm not on step 100. Don't mean and I'm not on step 100, but I'm I'm on step 60, 70. Mm -hmm. Somebody is on step one and want to learn to get to step 60. Exactly. So you have enough to teach somebody how to get there. So. I had to get out of that. I took my leap of faith. I'm like, I'm going to start this program. Um, so that, so that is going, um, I am, what else do I have going? I'm creating another free ebook. And also right now I'm creating, um, I hired somebody and I'm creating a course. So I'm creating a course on how to start your business from like A to Z. And so it'll teach you how to all the paperwork, get your EIN, get your LLC, how to file it, where to file it. I'll teach you that. Um, Then it'll go into um, branding. It'll go into marketing um, and it'll go into like social media. So I'm teaching you basically, you know, I want to start my business today and then what steps I have to take and then just complete your business. So that's the course that I'm creating. That's going to take a while though. Okay, like, but, that's but gonna, that's gonna, gonna, that's done, gonna be though. out there. It's gonna get it's done. It's gonna get done. I'm playing on like summertime, but because you gotta, because it's a real course, right? It's modules, steps, and all of that stuff. You gotta film it, write it out, do worksheets, all of that. So I'm really work. working on that. I'm putting in work on that, and so that is in the future. So, so right now, my main focus is my mentorship. Okay, I, I just want people to get in there because um, a lot of people feel by themselves in this entrepreneurship game. And that's because we, and in all honesty, we aren't taught really about entrepreneurship growing we up. We don't have people to also look up, look to, up to, especially people right. that we know. I tell people all the time, I remember having a conversation with my dad. And my dad told me, um, you're not a man if you don't have a full-time job to support your family. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and at the time, I was always thinking like, I need to make sure I got a full-time job so I can have money to support my family. But as I got older and educated myself, and I was just like, why my dad didn't tell me you need to own a business? 
or you need to be the one having that business and and passing that business down generation to generation. Exactly. And that's because he just was teaching me what he was taught. And we don't teach that to a lot of our people. And mm-hmm. so now that I'm educated more, it's like I want to make sure I teach that to people, right? But then also a lot of times, like I was going back, a lot of people feel alone in this entrepreneurship. So with my mentorship program, not only are you learning from me, I'm changing your proximity because now you are around other entrepreneurs that's trying to grow as well that's as you. Like-minded. That's you like-minded. That's like-minded. You can talk, you can share, you can find those problems that you felt that you were going through by yourself. Now you with a group of people that's going through that same stuff and that can relate to how you feel. Mm-hmm. So not only are you learning from me, I'm changing your close proximity of the people that you can talk to because there's power in your proximity. That's why they say your net worth, your network is your net worth. Exactly. Who because you networking that, who, with, that who matters. you around. Right. And so um, so that's all offered into my mentorship program. We do a Zoom once a week. Um, I have my lessons. I teach you. I give you worksheets. I put you in a, fa- a, a private Facebook group and through the week, we go through the courses. I upload the video. Um, I'm checking in on people and seeing how they're doing with their business. All Accountability. Of that. Accountability partners, all of that. So with my program, you get to be in all of that. And so it's just, I'm just really pushing to grow that. My goal is 50. Mm-hmm. 50 students is my goal. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm aiming for. So I I now, now that you join. Yes, I am joining. I now need 40 more. So that's my goal. Okay, definitely. Definitely. I appreciate that. And I'm definitely joining. I will be on the mentorship. What was that, Sunday? Sunday. We have a mentorship Sunday. And I think it's amazing that you created this space, especially for black entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, a lot of us do feel alone trying to do something. Or I don't know nobody that did the podcast. Or I don't know nobody that sold this or sold that. Or It doesn't matter. It's time for you to be the first. If you don't know nobody. It's time for you to break that curse. And you be the first. And network. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you are who you hang around. You need to start getting around like-minded people and have a circle of that so you can feel more confident to do the things that you want to do. I don't want to be the smartest person in a room. I Definitely. I, I always want to learn. I want to feel uncomfortable. I want to be in a room to where I kind of feel uncomfortable because everybody in that room knows so much. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, look at He know this. He know that. But now I'm in this room because you can't grow in your comfort zone. So now I'm in this room, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm also listening and learning from all of these people that I'm surrounded by. And so that does nothing but help me grow. Exactly. Amazing. Amazing, Mr. Terry. Thank you so much for giving us all this game. Coming from a black king. I thank you so much. I appreciate it. Go ahead and uh, drop your Instagram handle where people can find you, find your content, your content calendars, mentorship. Just give us all your information on where we can find all these gems at. Good. So uh, one thing I try to teach people about business is make sure your handle is the same across everything. That makes you easier to find. So I am Terry Griffin is everything. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, website, everything is I am Terry Griffin. I am Terry Griffin. Y'all heard it here on Quantity Radio Podcast. Go and check out Mr. Terry Griffin. You want to learn more about your business. You want to learn how to market. You want to learn more about his business. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram. He has everything you need. And trust me, he going to flood you with some good content. And you going to enjoy it. Okay? So that kind of wraps up today's episode of Quantity Radio. I appreciate you for coming on here. Thank you for having here. me. You, you're really good at this. Thank you. I just want to say that. You, you... The chakras and yeah, everything um, good. So and it was amazing. You got to start selling these because I want some. Okay. So <laughs> can, I, can I? So look, this is what I want to do. Because I started my IG live show. Can I have you on my IG live show? And then we kind of talk about crystals and you explain them. Because I would like to learn more about it. Because as I am educating myself, learning, being more about affirmations and, and being positive on all that stuff, I would love to learn more about some crystals. I definitely would come on the live and, and talk about crystals. And maybe we can talk about me starting to sell crystals. And, and we can go from there. So there definitely I can go on the live. Um we're going to close it out. I'm going to close it out with a quote. Well, not it's not really a quote, but, you know, it's my quote. Don't be afraid to ask for help or to accept it when offered. Don't ever think, you know, oh, this person might, just because a person knows more than you, 
and you think that they might not want to help you because they're so up there, you never know if you don't open your mouth. It's okay to ask for help and not do everything yourself. That's what I'm learning. I was trying to do everything from my podcast by myself, majority, and God just started sending people my way. You know, you need this, you need that. Let me know if you need help with this. Don't be afraid to accept the help either. Because that could be a blessing. You just denied your blessing. Oh, no, I'm okay. Because you want to be independent, Miss I-N-D-E-P. <laughs> and try to do everything yourself except the help and take some stress off of yourself. Yep. Okay. You have any good quotes, affirmations to end off with? Um, One of my favorite quotes is, my belief is stronger than your doubt. Mm. You're one of your favorite quotes right one there. One of my favorite. Okay. Heard it here. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope everyone has a rest of the positive week that you're supposed to be having and do yes. those affirmations. And I will see you on the next episode of Quantity Radio. Peace.